You ready to start the next one? I'm always ready, Amy. I know you are. All right. Welcome back. We are here once again, kicking off season two. um, And we are getting ready to head into a time of waiting, if you will, of prepping. Yeah. So (laughs) a time of waiting. So my name is Amy Roper. I am, uh, I live in the beautiful state of Minnesota and, uh, and I'm loving the cold weather. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> yeah. And my name is Pam Hogewoning, and I live in the beautiful province of Ontario. That's or right, girl. Ontario. Ontario. If, if you're fancy. Ontario. Ontario. It's Ontario. the Target of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Starbucks in your hand and shopping overpriced That's goods. Right. It's good stuff. It's perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cool. Well, welcome. Uh, we're excited to be back again. And mm-hmm. we're going to be uh, talking through Advent in the next few weeks coming yeah. up in that waiting and preparing time. So, for sure. Excited. Get excited. Get excited. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Well, I think, like, uh, um, you know, we go in this. A heavy heavy time of seasons <laughs> mm-hmm. like Christmas season tends to be like the season right. um, in the winter and so you go from like Thanksgiving well yeah uh, Thanksgiving like as a hey to um, like immediately into Christmas Christmas carols right. it, unless you're one of those people who have you know started from November 1st or October 1st listening to <laughs> already have your tree up and stuff yeah right yeah. I don't know you don't have issues I don't trust those people I know how can you trust those people come on um but like it's interesting like being um right now I'm serving like a mainline church and you know mm-hmm. I don't come from that tradition but um and not my church that I'm serving now but other mainline churches will not sing a Christmas carol or Christmas hymn or whatever until Christmas. Like this season of Advent is, you know, um, uh, is one of anticipation. And Mm -hmm. so they sing Advent hymns or Advent songs. And so I think like sometimes, yeah, like I'm not like that. Like I, I get my Christmas tree and Christmas decorations and everything's like going hardcore Christmas right after American Thanksgiving. Um, but it is, I think, important to mark out the next, you know, month or these the four weeks or mm-hmm. the four Sundays of Advent, um, because there is like the reality is most of us are waiting for something. So Advent, yeah, like it's a Latin word for coming, and mm-hmm. so we look at the first coming of the Messiah, Jesus, and that was Christmas. Like when Christ was born, was the first, like fulfillment of a of a true waiting that the that the whole universe has been had been waiting for the messiah to come Mm -hmm. and jesus came and so now we look as in advent we we celebrate and remember christ coming like waiting for christ that first time and coming but we also are still waiting like that's the reality Mm -hmm. is we're still waiting for christ to come again that second coming for christ jesus to be fully recognized 
um, mm-hmm. on this earth. And so, yeah, so Advent becomes this, this time where we can intentionally reflect on waiting. Like, what mm-hmm. do we wait for in our life? There's so much Ugh. waiting that happens. Um, right. And so to um, what is waiting and how do we like the things that we wait for? And I, and I was thinking, I'm, I'm just rambling on right now. No, you're good. I love it. You <laughs> ramble all you want to. It's well, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. But especially like, I think we were just talking on, on, you know, on the deleted scenes, mm-hmm, <laughs> we were mm-hmm. talking about yes. like, Hey, what are you up to? What's uh, and like, if you think about it, like if I honestly think about it, I feel like the last six, seven, eight months of the coronavirus or nine mm-hmm. months of the coronavirus has been like this time of waiting of like, okay, yeah. when will we get back to work or when will we get back to school or when will things get back to normal? When will, and you know, I have a lot of people asking, waiting for something like, when will I be able to have this procedure done? When will I be able to see my family again? When will basically, when will things get back to normal? And I think like this advent of 2020 is an opportunity for us to really contextualize our waiting Mm. in Mm -hmm. waiting for God, like all the waiting that we're experiencing to contextualize it in the ultimate weight that we have, the ultimate mm-hmm. um, person and reality that we're waiting for is for Jesus to come again. And so I think, right. like, I don't know, I think it's a good opportunity for us to to wait right now right. and wait and think about what are we waiting for and ultimately right. who, do, who do we wait for. Um, I can let – I have one – one verse I think right now that I'm thinking about is Psalm 27. Mm. Um, and maybe it'll give us some more food for thought, but yeah. Psalm 27, the end, end of the Psalm, teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries or false witnesses have arised against me and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I want to read the last two again. I believe that the mm. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Cause I think I, I love those verses because I think when you're waiting, it is incredibly easy to lose heart mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be, to mm-hmm. just be like, nothing's ever going to happen. This is always going to be like this, you know, maybe depending on what you're waiting for or what the season is of anticipation. Um, it's, it's mm-hmm. so easy for us to just to grow weary, to lose heart. Yeah. Um, and to, you know, just to live into hopelessness. And I love that encouragement of that intentionally setting before us that I believe I will see, you Mm -hmm. know, and just that thought of, of, so in your own life, what is it that you believe that you will see and, and waiting and, um, 
yeah, man, that's hard. When I think about waiting, I'm just like, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know, we hate, we, we hate waiting in line. We hate waiting. <laughs> Cause it's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. It's a waste of time. You know, we, we hate those. We hate when we're not in the season, you know, whenever, whatever we think is coming next, mm-hmm. whatever is the next best thing, whatever we're waiting for, you know, it's like, I think what it, it's interesting. Like I know what it does in my own life is it, it makes me totally disacknowledge what's currently happening in my life and not mm-hmm. really live every day, but it makes me live into this fantasy land that I set up all of these expectations and hopes for that truthfully, oftentimes when the waiting is over, yeah. never fully realize. And then I'm still disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. uh, I've noticed that for myself sometimes when I'm waiting for things and then you, you build everything up and it's going to be like this. And then everything's, you know, it, you're con- and then we're consistently waiting for our life to start, essentially. Yeah. And we're, then we're actually wasting time. <laughs> but waiting, <laughs> waiting is, is such a challenging thing, I think, for us as humans. It's mm-hmm. not something we're big fans of. Big like, fans. I, I'm waiting to get back into shape. <laughs> <laughs> but, Me too. But it's too late. Like, waiting. Like, like, it's waiting. coming. It's coming. I gotta get it's back coming. into shape. I'm waiting until that yep. happens. But it is, <laughs> it's a reality that, like, even though, like, we don't have control, but of god and god's timing but we have control Mm -hmm. of how we um steward the time in between and like there is an aspect where like if i'm waiting to get back into shape i actually have to like there's an expectant waiting i have to do something to get to that point or i have to make space for Mm -hmm. exercise or for not eating as many cookies as i have (laughs) but like and I think that's that's the thing is like there's such passivity in waiting. Either mm-hmm. we choose mm-hmm. not to wait and we go ahead of God, or we go a- just control, take control of things and do it ourselves, yeah. or or right. or we don't recognize that, or we're too passive and we just don't do anything, and so we don't steward mm-hmm. the time of waiting well. And I think mm-hmm. it's only in the context of waiting that we can we experience this anticipation or we we our faith is grown our faith is refined mm-hmm. because there's this aspect of now but not yet like waiting right. for something and you're right when you you highlighted that that verse 13 of i believe that i should mm-hmm. i shall see the goodness of the lord and that's mm-hmm. like that's waiting is waiting in, in a godly sense waiting in us in a in a spiritually sound senses i believe i will see jesus come through mm-hmm. in this way mm-hmm. and it right. and it echoes what god has already done like the the benefit we have i think 2000 years after the fact than the first time jesus came is the reality that jesus did come once already right, a- right. after 400 right. years of silence after god didn't speak right. to the prophets after you know god was silent right. for 400 years and then jesus came right. and now like right. we have the opportunity to realize that jesus will come again and might it might mm-hmm. be sooner than we think or it might um right. you know not be as soon as we think but and but also jesus is coming in in those um 
as he's breaking through into this present mm-hmm. time. And so like, I'm waiting, but I need to wait right. expectantly. I need to wait, making space for God to come for right. God to right. move for God to. Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. I heard, um, I was listening to, um, Rabbi Kirk Schneider the other day. I like oh, him yeah. about the Jewish Jesus, um, uh, or the, the Jesus, the Jewish Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and he was saying, and I thought it was so good. He was saying, you know, cause <clears throat> a lot of times like what people will say is, well, you know, everyone always thinks that Jesus is coming back in their lifetime and everyone always, you yeah. know, believes that this and that is going to happen. And one of the things he was saying was just that that's actually a gift that God has given his people is hmm. to constantly be aware of his return. Yes. Um, yeah. Because what it does is it impacts how we live our lives. Um, and if, if it isn't impacting how you currently live your life, the idea that Jesus is once again coming back or that he's coming again, um, I just challenge you. I challenge myself to, you know, cause it, it changes how you live every day when we intentionally, and when we expectantly wait for the return of Christ once again, it really does impact how we live our lives. Yeah, It impacts the choices we make. It impacts the interactions we have. It impacts every single part of our lives. And, um, and so I think, you know, a lot of people are very cynical about um, people believing that Christ is coming back again in their lifetime or this or that. But I just loved his perspective that it's actually a gift that God's given his children to expectantly be anticipating his return. Um, and, and that's what I think is so wonderful about this reflecting season of Advent is it, it really in the, you know, God gives his people times and seasons. And <clears throat> this is really that remembrance again to be, you know, am I living expectantly for his return? Am I anticipating his coming once again? Am I excited about that? You know, it just gives us those times to be thinking about that. And then, you know, so there's, I believe that there's that part of it, but then there's also that, how does that then spill into all the other parts of my life as I'm waiting for other things or other hopes or dreams, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's for a job, maybe it's for, uh, you know, a home, maybe it's for children, maybe it's for a spouse, whatever stage of life you're in. um, I think there's that, that principle then that reflects of how are you waiting and living expectantly you know waiting isn't just sitting still and being like well maybe it'll come maybe it won't like you said with exercise you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's an it's an active engaging thing um how am I still living my every day you know in anticipation that I believe I will I will see you know yeah I think um what when you're talking I was thinking of uh Paul writing to the Corinthians. So I was just looking up that verse in first Corinthians one mm-hmm. um, in Paul is he's when he's writing to the Corinthians, he's writing to a group of people who already think they've made it, who already think they've experienced mm-hmm. resurrection, mm-hmm. but he's reminding them sure. that, that no, you're not perfect. You are not sinless. You, mm-hmm. and you are foolish <laughs> to think that this is we it. it. <laughs> and, and that's, yeah, we made it. No, we're waiting. I'm we fine. Got it. It's okay. yep. But, <clears throat> Um, but he is talking about like a waiting that is active, it's eager, it's expectant, mm. believes that something is going to happen. And it's um, realizing that Jesus Christ is coming. Um, mm-hmm. 
And we should allow the work of the Holy Spirit to transform and impact us in the midst of that coming. And our waiting doesn't mean that nothing has happened or that all of sure. it has happened. Like Christ mm-hmm. has come, but Christ is still going to come. So some has happened, but not all of it. But, but our right. waiting is acknowledging that it is happening. And, and Paul is writing to remind them that they still aren't perfect they they haven't experienced resurrection yet but you're not waiting with empty hands and yeah but at the same time we don't wait with full hands either so he writes i think it's it's verse seven so you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of the lord jesus christ and and Mm. so there's a reality that um we are waiting with hands that are actively being filled and so as believers Mm. we live into a season of waiting or we are Mm. in a season of waiting that we are Mm -hmm. we should be being filled with peace patience kindness gentleness self-control all of those gifts of the spirit as well like the fruit of the spirit but also the gifts of the spirit so wisdom knowledge faith healing miracles prophecy you know speaking in tongues, discerning the spirit, the yeah. interpretation, all of those yeah. things. And, and so like, there is this, like, I don't know, we need to embrace the reality that we're not full and we're not empty, mm-hmm. but we're being filled. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we might feel mm-hmm. very full and sometimes we might be feel very empty, but that's the ebbs and flows of being in this in-between time. But that right. is Advent. That is waiting. Right. Right. Yeah. I think about um, like the children of Israel when they were, you know, going through the desert and stuff where they were waiting for the Mm -hmm. promised land, (laughs) waiting for this, you know, this thing that they had been anticipating for such a long time. And they just come out of slavery Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they're walking through the desert and and they were in that time for, um, you know, for 40 years and how it, it could have felt like such a devastating time for them, Mm -hmm. but how interesting it is that actually in those moments, those times in those seasons of waiting, they had such a direct connection with God, like the living God, you know, like he gave them manna from the skies. He brought them quail. Like he led them, you know, they would stay camped in the one position in the one place. And then when, you know, either the fire or the cloud would start to move, then they would, then they would go. And it was this intense time of, um, you know, interaction and, and real tangible experiences with God. And I think for my own life, when I've been in seasons of waiting, Mm -hmm. I don't really like them very much. And I've noticed oftentimes it's when I feel the most connected with God. Mm. And I think it's because I'm pursuing, you know, it's like it 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 drives us to pursue him like nothing else. (laughs) You know, I wish that it wasn't about the waiting, but man, there's something about those seasons and those times of, of those in-betweens um, that really, you know, and, and honestly, sometimes I go both ways. Sometimes I completely ignore him. Um, I've done that in times of waitings mm-hmm. and that's not great. Um, but I've, when I actually begin to not just seek him because I'm anticipating what's my next promised land, but when I start to look around and see what he's providing, you know, like yeah. last time we talked about thankfulness and gratitude, um, oftentimes those are some of the the most connected times when I think back in my life Mm. um, is those in-between waiting times and seasons. Because what happens to us 
when we get to the next thing, right? Once we get to quote unquote, the promised mm-hmm. land is what do we do? Well, we forget because we're like, woohoo, we're living into the blessing. Yeah. We're living into the season. We're living into the coming. We're living into the whatever it is. And we begin to think we forget how we got there or what happened or what God did to make those things happen for us. And we start to um, just take things for granted. And um, yeah. so I just, I think a lot about that with, um, man, I read the story of Israel tons yeah. <laughs> year throughout the year because it just, it reminds me and it's such a good picture of, you know, like, yes, things might not, when we're waiting, um, when we're in those in-between seasons, things might not be exactly how we want them to yeah. be. And if we stop in those moments and, and actually live into those moments, I think oftentimes we see that God is doing so much more than we ever acknowledge or think about. And, Mm -hmm. and if we'll live into that, it's, it's a really big blessing. It's some of the times where we grow the most, where change happens the most, you know, um, where we recognize new things we haven't thought about before. And it's a really good, it's a really good thing. Yeah. So Amy, like a season two, (laughs) practically, (laughs) how would what what things or what ways practically does waiting look like? <laughs> well, this Ooh, is a hard one. That's a really good question. <laughs> Ooh, um, I think waiting for me, um, I think it honestly it goes back to our first episode of the season mm. of that of that gratefulness. Um, and to look at what I currently am, you know, cause yeah. for me, oftentimes waiting feels like I'm waiting to get to this next thing. And if I had this thing, then life would be X, Y, and Z, yeah. you know, that's yeah. oftentimes what, what it looks like for me is a embitterment of what I think I need in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think a really great practice while you're waiting for something is to cultivate thankfulness. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that for the benefit of building off our seasons. Um, no, <laughs> that's, that's, that's honest truth. Mm-hmm. I think um, a really great practical start is, um, is to just to begin to look at what is around you in this time and in this season. Um, you know, cause in the example I gave, like the children of Israel, like, I don't think they realize, you know, yeah, they were in a desert, and and there was death happening all around them all the time. Mm. But man, they were so in tune and in contact with the living God. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't always see those things till we look back. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that did not feel like that for them at that time. Um, but in reflection, it was like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we had this or that. Um, so I think that's one thing. Um, I think uh another thing, um oh no, I just lost my train of thought. I'll that's one thing. That's one thing. Check that. <laughs> That's if you just thing. do that one that thing. One. <laughs> if you do that one thing. Um, oh, I think there it is. Thank you. Whew. I think the other thing, another practical thing is to be honest with God about your feelings in the time of waiting. Um, yeah. Because I think a lot of times, and so I think be honest with God. And be honest with trusted people Hmm. um, about your feelings. Because I think it's really easy to be like, no, no, I'm great. And this is fine. And everything is good. And, um, you know, 
the father already knows what's going on on the inside of you yeah. <laughs> and and but there's power there's an amazing freedom that comes as you acknowledge god i'm incredibly upset right now and i'm angry that i'm waiting or i mm-hmm. <clears throat> it it's it's like it cleanses once those things are exposed you know once the darkness is brought to light um then truth can come to those things um, and then we can begin to kind of see um, a different perspective. So I think being honest with God about how you're feeling yeah. and then being honest with community around you that's trusted. Um, and it doesn't have to be a million people, mm-hmm. you know, but um, definitely have someone that you can share those feelings with um, and be honest with yourself, you know. Yeah. I think be self-aware. Be self-aware enough to know what's really happening on the inside of you. Yep. <laughs> in those oh, times yeah. so oh that's good how about you pam season oh two. what do we do <laughs> that's, that's the catchphrase season, season two, two what about you <laughs> what do we do season two what I do we do it. um i love it well i think like and we've maybe already said that well one one thing i do appreciate you bringing up that um the israelites and the the fact that like mm. um, there are still ebbs and flows like they mm-hmm. they were waiting for the promised land, but in the midst of that wait, there mm-hmm. were times where God was like, okay, we're moving to here. And they're actually right. actively moving. And then there were times where, no, right. you're staying here for now. And they were right. there. Like, and I think that's right. what the experience is a lot. If we're waiting for, um, you know, healing, if we're waiting for um, uh, just a, a breakthrough of, of something, like mm-hmm. there are times where it's like, okay, something's mm-hmm. moving. And then there are times where it's like, Oh no, like nothing's moving. Like, <laughs> right. And, and it, it's still it's water. Still, it's very still water right now. Um, <laughs> and I think that verse in Psalm, like, I believe that I shall see the goodness mm. of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, mm-hmm. be strong, and take mm-hmm. heart. Take or let your heart take courage. Wait for the mm-hmm. Lord. And that's like in those moments of stillness when it's like, okay, nothing's happening. It's choosing, I think for me, choosing to, okay, am I supposed to do something or am I, am right. I not? Am I, am I supposed to give that person a phone call or am I not? And, and letting God guide instead of, okay, if, if God's like, just sit and wait, like God is still, mm-hmm. God is still active. God is still moving. God is still at work. Um, even though God is saying, okay, you're sit here and wait. Um, but then the times right. where God says, okay, go do this to do it and not, and not like doubt or and not, not entertain doubt or, um, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like, I think of like, especially with the coronavirus and stuff, cause we don't know what's happening and, you know, it's right. every day is a new day and every, you know, depends on who you talk to and, like there's so much unknown right. and we're wait we're mm-hmm. in this waiting that's been forced upon us like wait and we don't right. know what we're waiting for and so like in right you <laughs> right. don't know are we waiting for this <laughs> no. to pass or are we waiting for this for us to just realize that this is going to be here forever or like we don't right. know what we're waiting for yet and i think right like, right putting those kind of things in the context of waiting for god that ultimately the only mm-hmm. thing we are waiting for the only assured the only um infinite the only um absolute that we are waiting for is for christ to return and so like putting so Mm -hmm. for me to put anything i'm waiting for in the perspective of of christ coming back 
and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in the perspective of Christmas of that Christ has come and so I live in the right. weight in the context of a weight that has already been determined that there's already determined mm-hmm. limits that there's our, our an already determined outcome and so like just mm-hmm. um, recognizing the things I'm waiting for um, in the context of that that bigger picture yeah. so that's kind of I'm also waiting to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I figured, like, maybe I should wait till the end of this podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, then you know all about it. I know all about it. You know what it's like. That (laughs) anticipation of when will I be free from this burden. Okay. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Well, is there... um... Is there anything that we could reference people towards if they want to kind of dig into um, the season of Advent a little bit more and they haven't? um, Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't didn't think about anything to like, oh, hey, check this out. Um, Let's let's, um, think about that for the next pod. Okay, we'll come back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll circle we can back. some things on online. I'm sure we'll circle back, guys. Yeah. We'll make a note of that so we remember to circle back. Um, but yeah, it just so practice, practice waiting, practice waiting yeah. well. Um, I remember when I was younger, I heard someone say, "How you wait in the desert determines your time in the <gasps> desert." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like get out of here!" Episode. But it's, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But waiting is, is uh, I think, a good practice, even though it's, it's a difficult practice. I think it's really good. And I love how you said we have that assurity that Christ has come and that he is coming again. So there is a determined time. It's not this, you know, never going to see anything yeah. different or happen. But God is coming to fulfill what he said he would do. Um, and so that gives us an assurity um, you know, mm-hmm. so if there are things in, in our lives that we know that God has said or spoken and it hasn't happened yet, um, we can take assurance in that of, of things will come to pass. Yeah. And, and so there is a, there is a peace that comes with that. Um, so awesome. Cool. I love it. All right. Well, we're really excited to be with you again and thanks for listening and we'll come back with some resources for you next time <laughs> we're i super thought this prepared podcast is basically time. a resource <laughs> <I'm Ooh. just> <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're an extensive an resource extensive for resource. you <laughs> <laughs> on who knows an extensive resource for all of your needs of whatever <laughs> that's awesome cool all right well we look forward to talking to you next awesome. time bye